Hello everyone, welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda, and we are on day 17 of our journey with the Major Arcana. Um, It's funny, when I first started this, it felt kind of like, man, am I going to make it through 22 days? But now that we're towards the end, it seems like it has flown by. And before we get into today's card, I just wanted to remind you that In this journey that we're doing together, it's just looking at the tarot through a very specific lens. So we are going through this journey of the Major Arcana, looking at it from the perspective of or consideration of our spiritual journey. But the truth is that, I mean, in general with tarot, we look at it from all kinds of lenses. You know, if you're using the cards for readings, you're going to pick up energy or information about the various cards based on the circumstance you're reading about, based on the energy of the person you're reading about, based on their lens and their perspective. And we translate these energies, whatever comes to us intuitively, through our own lenses of experience. So I say that to say... Even though we've been, you know, exchanging ideas, you sending me emails and us talking about it in the secret circle, each card has so many layers to it. And so at any given time, whether you are using the card to meditate for yourself, whether you're using it in a reading, you may get different interpretations. And again, those interpretations will be you know, based on the circumstances or even our own level of awareness at that particular time, our own level of understanding. And remember, we go through cycles. Like even these cards, when we look at them, we're going in order, but any one of these cards and the lesson or the wisdom of the card can come up in your life at any time. I mean, you may feel like you are at you know, the hermit card, and then in your next stage, you may feel like you hopped over to the Hierophant. Like, it, it's not necessarily going to show up in your life in a very specific order. So, just keep in mind that these cards, even individually, are mirrors for us. We can use these tools, we can use the imagery, the stories, the teachings, whatever comes through intuitively as a way of holding the mirror up for ourselves so that we can see, know, and understand what it is we may be holding on to energetically or to understand what we may be holding in our own minds or our own perceptions or what we're clinging to or what we're moving towards. So I just wanted to share that with you because um, I know that some of you have expressed that this journey so far has really um, encouraged you or inspired you to continue your journey with tarot and to start studying the deck. So I just wanted to keep that in mind with you, uh, for you. Don't get married or think that what I've shared on the podcast is like set in stone and it's the only way that you can look at each card. We're just going through this journey through the lens of working on our own spirituality, which also will have various interpretations. So 
Also with that, um, I guess I should share that once this is over, I'm going to do another Facebook Live just to check in with everyone to see how the entire journey was for you. And I believe that will be on Monday. And at that time, I will also share with you some books and um, references for if you are interested in studying the tarot. Um, some things that I have read or um, looked at in my own personal study. So if you want to join us in the Seeker Circle, just go to my website, uchi.com. That's Y-E-W-C-H-I.com. And sign up for the newsletter. You'll get all the information that you need there. Okay, so we're moving on to the Tower card today. And one of the things I'll say about the Tower is it is one of the cards that um, people also have a hard time with when they come up in readings because of the imagery and even because it really is about, you know, the energy of like a catastrophe or sudden change or something really drastic like the rug being from, pulled from under you. So, you know, we looked at the death card where we're really considering your personal transformation, what you may be letting go of. And right after the death card, we moved into the energy of temperance, where we were looking at how we are balancing. It was a space for healing and acclimating and really considering how to balance our mind, body, spirit. And if we needed to temper any particular area within ourselves. And then, of course, we uh, landed on the devil card yesterday, which was like tempting us back, right? Tempting us to what may bind us, um, chaining us to our ego, to our fear, to our um, addiction even. The devil card also speaks a lot to the energy of addiction. But, you know, what are you possibly addicted to? While on one hand, this could be, of course, specifically drugs, alcohol, those types of things. But we also get addicted to our stories. We get addicted to our um, personas. We get addicted to our patterns or ways of being. Anything that doesn't shake our foundation, we have a tendency to clinging to which isn't necessarily good or healthy for us. So we move into the tower card today and it's like, you know what? It's about to change. Something's about to go down. <laughs> so one of the first things with this card is it is the number 16. And if we add the one and six, we get the number seven. And that brings us right back to the energy of the seven card, which was the chariot. And the chariot, remember, was about how we're moving forward. And again, this card is about some kind of destruction that is breaking the chains that you may have been bound to in the mind that we saw in the devil card. So when we think about this card, just even from the beginning, we can think about change, movement. And as we learned in the chariot, a lot of our forward movement or how we drive forward is really the chariot was being guided by the mind. So this card, um, we've also been talking about the associated element in planet. The associated element is fire and you can see a lot of fire in this card itself and it's the planet Mars and Mars is the god of war. 
So, you know, this really speaks to even the energy of our own internal war, that internal battle. Like, you know, and sometimes we feel like the battle is between us and the universe when we feel like the rug has been pulled from beneath our feet. But this is like serious transformation. So if you were tempted back or you remained, you know, bound and chained um, with that devil card, again, this is where that rug is being ripped from under you. And it may be painful, but here's the beauty. It's really for your progress. Now, another thing with this is not only is it sudden change or sudden like disruption, it can also be a sudden flash of clarity, a sudden flash of insight that comes after the shock. So if you look at the card, right, you see there is a crown that was on top of the tower and the crown is falling down. So this crown in a lot of ways is a symbol it's like a false crown of material focus or we attained this crown or we built this crown um, from, you know, um, focusing on the material realm only. And the interesting contrast to that is, you know, when we talk about energy work and we talk about the chakras, we also have a spiritual crown. So here, what is being struck is the material crown. In this comes a lot of humility, really. You know, we, on this journey, and because we're looking at the path of our spirituality, I'm sure you guys have seen this out there, sometimes there's this um, ego that even comes in attachment to uh, this spiritual path and the spiritual work, you know, we may get caught up in, you know, look what I can do and um, it becoming a very ego driven type of thing. Well, if we fall into any space, whether it's selfish, us being judgmental, um, we've talked about spiritual snobs, anything with ego, Imagine coming to a space where that just all of a sudden crashes. But what happens after that? After the, the, the fall, after being slammed into your um, humility, after the shock, we move into a new awareness. Again, it's like this flash of lightning where it can be shocking or disruptive, it's also awakening. You know, it kind of reminds me of, too, you know, a lot of people uh, talk about having a near-death experience. And after they've had this near-death experience, they come out on the other side uh, in this, like, deep spiritual awareness. And all of a sudden, they reevaluate what matters to them in life. They all of a sudden redirect their focus and realize certain things that they put so much stock into no longer matter. Maybe old fears, old limitations. They throw all of that out the door because they had this sudden shock, this strike of lightning, this epiphany that came through catastrophe that changed them so drastically. But on the other side was this flash of awareness or inspiration or wisdom even. 
So when we think about our own paths, what happens when you suddenly fall into a space of, you know, whatever it is that you may have believed in or what you've been attached to or what you've been clinging to, what happens when that falls away out of your control? And yeah, we're talking about the spiritual path, but sometimes it's other areas of life um, that awaken us where it could be like a loss of a job. Like, for example, even my story, it was after a layoff that I ended up on this path. You know, it could be a relationship, divorce. Um, It could be anger that you're attached to. It could be a story about who you are, who you've been claiming to be, how you're identifying, if you've identified through your job or your relationship. Or even if you're clinging to some story of what's possible or impossible for you. What happens when that falls away or rips away? And that's one of the reasons um, people get really uncomfortable when they see the tower card. Because if it comes up, like say, in a relationship reading, a lot of times that could speak to the energy of like infidelity or divorce or a breakup. Something that is like sudden that is going to be like, you know, a, a flash of disruption for us. But again, whenever we have these disruptive circumstances, when we hit rock bottom, when we have something that feels like, oh my God, it's just like ripping us to shreds, there is wisdom on the other side. There's, we talked about it before, it's kind of like where we talked about the phoenix rising, like burning it all to the ground just to rebuild even stronger and with more wisdom and with more understanding. Now, what's interesting about this is um, when we looked at the death card, which, you know, if you're wondering what's the difference, I mean, look at the death card. Yes, we know this was like transformation is coming, some transition is coming, but the different characters in the card were responding to death in very different ways. The priest was standing there in his understanding. He wasn't concerned. The woman in the card wanted her transformation her transformation or change, but she's like looking away. The child is offering flowers in their innocence. So it kind of is like, almost like there, there are different scenarios or um, perhaps they are prolonging their transition or they are negotiating how they transition or they, again, may have some comfort in their transition. The tower card is like, nope, just boom, gone. There's no negotiation. There's no like necessarily understanding around. It's too sudden for you to even consider or think about. Again, it's kind of like the rug, feeling like the rug is being snatched from under you. But it's the ego that is being smacked. You know, it's not like you and your entirety are being, you know, pulled away or pulled down. It's the ego being smacked. It's some external experience in your life that is changing abruptly to help wake you up, to help you move forward, to help you move on. And it's kind of like, you know, looking at this tower, it's almost like thinking of like a pressure cooker. You know, think of, uh, let's say again, like relationship. If you're in a relationship or you ever were in the past and it was so unhealthy, 
but you stayed there and you stayed there, even though you knew it was unhealthy, you were clinging to it because there was part of you that maybe loved the person or whatever it may have been. I don't know. But then maybe something drastic happened that caused that relationship to end. It could have been infidelity. It could have been abuse. It could have been something shocking and disruptive that finally caused you to leave that situation. That's the tower card. Or again, talking about career. Maybe you're, you ever had a job that you complained about all the time. You felt like it was sucking the life out of you. You're like, oh my goodness, I can't stand this job. You feel like it's unhealthy. But you stay for the stability. You stay because you're afraid of what will happen if you leave. You stay because of whatever story. And then all of a sudden, something happens and you're forced to leave. You're forced into change. And it's abrupt. It's sudden. That's the energy of this card. So as it comes to our um, spirituality, our spiritual journey, this card really speaks to the energy of the dark night of the soul. And, you know, you can look into that even more, but it's kind of like uh, what I spoke to you about, about becoming spiritually undone. It, it's kind of like that feeling of you hear people saying, you know, the spiritual journey is like going to hell and back. It's a process of cleansing, purification. It's a process of standing in the mirror, really seeing your stuff, really dealing with finally what you hold and how you perceive things. It is not easy. But it helps you to transcend your limitations, your self-imposed limitations. It helps you to go beyond whatever it is that may have been holding you back. And, you know, consider what do you have to face on the other side of the illusion that you've created? What is on the other side of these chains that have bound you in the mind? Again, you know, sometimes we're afraid of the unknown. So we try to hold on for dear life because we're just afraid of not knowing what is going to happen. We cling to our control. We want to control everything. Well, the tower card is like, yeah, no, that's not happening. You're going to be released from your chains now. No two ways about it. Now, again, on the good side of this, is that it can lead to freedom, freedom of mind. And just as suddenly as it feels like something was disruptive, on the other side of that could be like a sudden uh, fortunate outcome. You know, that's like maybe you were clinging to that job and then it was ripped away from you and then suddenly you're in your dream job. Or you were in this relationship you were clinging to, suddenly it's ripped away, and now you're enjoying life and feeling reconnected to yourself, suddenly. And of course, you know, some things, there's a process. <laughs> we have to work through things. But it's just the point that sometimes what feels destructive and hard and like, oh my God, it's like the universe smacked the hell out of you. That's what it feels like sometimes. But on the other side of that, 
is the star, which we'll talk about tomorrow. I don't want to get into that today. So if we look at the card, um, we see that there are flames coming out of the windows. We see this lightning bolt that has struck down the top of the tower, making this false crown fall away. These false ideas um, or false, um, yeah, false ideas. I mean, you know, whatever it is that has just been focused on the material without that spiritual balance in it and you have these two people falling out of the tower some people say they're falling out some people say they're jumping out of the window but they are supposed to be the two people that we saw in the devil card which we also saw in the lover's card so in the lover's card they were completely naked completely vulnerable they were giving given this opportunity to explore their ethics to explore the subconscious mind, the conscious mind, come into union with the self. And as they moved along into this journey, they come into the devil card where they're still naked, but they have resorted to their animalistic nature. And they have allowed themselves to be chained by illusion and fear and temptation, addiction, and now here they are in the tower, fully clothed, but falling out. So it's kind of like, imagine if this tower in the way is the mind. And because remember, the man represents the conscious mind, the woman represents the um, subconscious mind, or like even the intuitive. And they are falling out, fully clothed, no longer even revealing their aspects of each other to each other still separate. It's like what they were clinging on to so much with the devil that they couldn't free themselves for, from, they are being forced into that freedom now. Now, like I said, these cards are like mirrors for us, right? And we build all kinds of towers in our life. Like the examples I gave, we could build a tower around career, a tower around relationship. We could build stories and ideas, again, around our persona. We could build stories and ideas around our spiritual path, around our material wealth. All kinds of towers that may not be serving us. It actually reminds me of, um, uh, there was a movie, or not a movie, a documentary, a docu-series on Netflix <laughs> that I watched about a week ago. It was called Wild Wild Country. Um, if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's really interesting. So it's a six-part series, and it's about the spiritual leader Osho, like how he, um, like the rise and fall of him, really. And so it was really interesting to see because, you know, in one part of it, you can see that someone may have been providing tools, teachings, and these things that were really helping people feel good or feel better about themselves. But when the people became fanatical and when the people put all of their, um, all of their power into this person and put this person on a pedestal. And when ego became a big part of this 
of this uh, situation. I mean, I'm not going to tell you what happened because really, if you watch it, I don't want to tell you what happens. But basically, the tower card comes in and it all fell away. But it's interesting to watch. I mean, that movie, if you watch it or that series, it'll probably bring several of these cards to mind as you go through the journey of what happened. But this also um, speaks to the Tower of Babel in the Bible. A lot of people relate this card to the Tower of Babel. Now, an interesting way um, that it was explained to me once how this card relates to that is that in the Bible, you know, the people are building this structure, this tower, trying to reach God. But the idea as it relates to this card is that the reason God changed their languages so they couldn't communicate and no longer continue to build this tower was to stop them because their focus was wrong. They were trying to build this material structure to reach God. And so the destruction of it and changing their language and what seemed to be sudden and seemed to be disruptive to the people was actually a gift to them because instead of allowing them to continue to focus on this material structure, they could have then had the opportunity to figure out how to connect with God in the right way, which is an inward journey. So even thinking about this process, that this journey that we're on, you know, it's not like we need to all build up ladders and try to reach heaven. It's about our spiritual connection in these vessels that we're in. Doing the inner work, this transformation, supporting ourselves in this process of waking up to who and what we are, which is separate from no thing, which means we're not separate from source. And as we continue to unlayer to deconstruct and rebuild with new awareness and understanding, we recognize that, you know, what we've always been. It's like the process of self-realization, right? So the good news is that the chains will be removed. Now, whether you participate or not is up to you. But when we resist the sudden abrupt change can obviously be chaotic and feel like we're hitting rock bottom. But really what it's about is breaking down the structures of the mind that have been holding you hostage to your false or unhealthy attachments. So really in the end, this image, this story, this card that seems so destructive is like a blessing in disguise. And what is on the other side? What is on the other side when you allow yourself to free yourself from whatever it is you've been clinging to for so long? What is on the other side when you allow yourself to start to deconstruct your story and say what is actually true? Who am I? What am I? What am I learning what am I attached to that is no longer serving me? What am I clinging to 
that is not supporting me. Go back to the justice card. Look in the mirror. Be very honest with yourself. Go to the hanged man. Allow yourself to suspend the mind. And then again, decide what you're ready to let go of. How you're going to allow your transformation. How you will support yourself in rebalancing that choice of tempering. That choice of balancing and realigning. So that you don't even have to deal with this, you know? But again, it could be a sudden fortunate outcome as well. Now, one last thing I'll say about the card, um, just looking at it. I mean, it's interesting that water is pouring out of the structure, you know? Again, that intuitive mind is like pouring out, being released from what has tried to be so contained by the material But there are also these other little flames that you see falling down the sides. On the right side, you see 10 flames. And on the um, left side, you see 12 flames. So it's said that the flames are shaped like the Hebrew letter Yod. And the reason that's significant is because I told you all that, you know, there are different um, systems that are connected in the imagery of these cards and I told you that Kabbalah was one of them and each card has an association with one of the Hebrew um, alphabet so these are supposedly uh, meant to represent that Hebrew letter Yod and the 10 flames are uh, related to the tree of life and the 12 on the other side are related to the zodiac and all together we have 22 flames and the 22 is a master number in the system of numerology. There are 22 cards here in the major arcana. And I believe there are 22 paths on the tree of life. I'm not sure about that, but I believe that's true. But um, yeah, so there is a lot to consider with this card and actually the entire journey. And like I said before, at any time in our life, we may be reminded of the teaching or the wisdom of any given card, not necessarily in the order that we're going in. But I do recommend, again, if you have gained some um, useful insights through going through this process, once we get to the end, you may want to go through it all again, but go through it backwards and see what that brings up for you. So this destruction sometimes is a gift when we don't have the courage or the will or the drive to make the changes ourselves. The universe will step in and get it done. So I hope that you all have a beautiful day. I hope to see you in the Seeker Circle. Again, go to my website, uchi.com. That's Y-E-W-C-H-I.com. Share your insights, your interpretations, and whatever is coming up for you. I will see you tomorrow where we explore the star. And remember to always journey in love.